Greetings, Chummers. I am the Game Master Devin, otherwise known as Karma. Let's introduce our players. Hello, everyone. My name is Adam. I'm playing the character Bayako Ashitani, who goes by Tiger as a Shadowrun alias. Hey, Chummers. My name's Autumn. I'm playing the character Artemis, and her Shadowrunner name is Cerberus. Hey, everybody. My name is Aaliyah. My character name is Sky Miller, and her Shadowrun alias is Storm. Hi, everyone. My name is Luke. I'm going to play the character Cody McCormick and alias Overseer. And with that, here's what happened last episode on an Absolute Direct Storm. I need, okay, I need you and your team to meet me at Aces uh, for a job that I need help with because you guys killed my teammates. Yeah, but you certainly helped us and we owe you a favor. And Tiger looks, Tiger looks at Karma. And we're here because you called us for that favor for a uh, certain job, yes? It's a, it's a, a capture mission. We're capturing someone. Not killing, capturing. That's the important part. I know you guys have a reputation. I understand that you need a favor from us, but I'm not quite sure how much your favor would worth in comparison to how difficult a job this is. I can just kill you. Favor is favor. Sound good? Tiger Count looks at the other two. What's the point? Road spikes. I can. Okay, uh, road spikes engine shot. That. We're going with that. Yeah, road spikes engine shot, and uh, then we'll uh, work from there. Uh, yeah, as you drive around, uh, it's reaching probably about almost 2 in the morning at this point. And as the other two are just kind of, you know, uh, either getting in bed or service, just kind of doing your normal routine playing video games this late in the night, you all receive a message uh, from Dr. Wright. Meet at the Purgatory, 6 a.m. tomorrow. You have a new member joining you. nice and simple run. No need for things to get all drecked up. You're gonna push in through the door, slowly make your way to the room, and execute the unit. Okay? I have clear sights of anyone inside. I promise you this will make us enough Nuyen to set us up for at least a month. Don't worry, man. I got your back. Okay? Alright. Deep breath, and on my mark. Three, two, what? So we open up on the bulldog, uh, bullet holes still in the side, the, you know, bumper at about a 35 degree angle in the front, pulling up onto this, uh, restaurant just basically at daybreak. Um, sun's just starting to rise on this mid August day. Um, and you see on the sign the neon lights of the purgatory with kind of a ghost outlined in neon as well. Um, the entire area is dead. Most people are just waking up to head into work. But, I mean, no one's at a bar this early. Uh, typically, bars aren't even open, but it seems they're making a special request for you guys. Um, there are There's another kind of, you know, SUV sitting there that you're like, oh, well, that's probably Dr. Wright's. Um, you all get out of the vehicle and head towards... Tiger's going to rant. No. Um, Tiger's going to park right next to the... Um, right next to what I assume is Dr. Wright's vehicle. He's going to park slightly too close to the driver's side, so the driver has a little bit harder of a time getting into the vehicle. Okay. Um, as you do this, the window's obviously heavily tinted. Um, as you kind of do this and, like, stop the vehicle, you kind of look over to see the window slowly roll down, and inside, just kind of a, you know, corporate bodyguard, just kind of look at you. And the window retints as it kind of goes back up. 
Tiger gives like a two finger salute. There's a siren in the background. <laughs> There's a siren in the back. It's very fitting for the situation right now. <laughs> Tiger gives kind of a two finger salute and kind of uh, winks at the bodyguard or where he assumes the bodyguard would be through the tinted windows and uh, begins to walk in. I assume Storm's sitting in the front seat and I kind of lean up to her and I say, can you get out? <laughs> I can try. You all get out of the vehicle. Um, Storm kind of struggling not to hit the SUV. You all kind of, you know, wait for each other to get out and walk up to the front door of the Purgatory. Um, the Purgatory is well known kind of as their main security um, system. You don't get into the Purgatory unless you're either a super well-known regular or you have a password. So the door is locked. Hey, Tiger. Do you remember the password? <laughs> Tiger. Um, <laughs> Tiger. Uh, are these like sliding doors or these like, uh, like just normal doors? So Tiger puts his hand on the door handle and... He tries to open it once, and he looks back, back at Cerberus, looks back at the door, and starts jiggling. <laughs> and as you're jiggling the door, you feel the door, like, another, a weight on the other side of the door kind of pull the door in to stop you from jiggling it. And a sl- slide on the top of the door at eye level opens up, and you hear a kind of a deep, uh, gruff voice from the other side. What can I help you with? Um, Tiger looks at the, uh, looks through the peephole at the person on the other side. Um, we've been invited by a, uh, special guest, probably the guy renting out this place. Kind of vaguely looks at the, uh, parking lot. What's your number? <sighs> Give me a second. As he pulls out his comm link and gives Dr. Wright a call. I'm assuming it's you at the front door. Who else would it be? Um, unfortunately, things have been a little risky lately since your little accident, so it could be anyone for all we know. I'll let the bodyguard know. And he hangs up. You hear some yelling from inside, and uh, the panel, like the the guy on the other side, he kind of narrows his eyes on you, slides it closed, and you hear the, like about ten different locks on the other side unlock. <laughs> and you hear a loud tunk as the door opens up, and on the other side's about a mm, seven foot tall, kind of large troll in a nice suit. Tiger steps out of the way of the door, holds his hand towards the door, gesturing or looking at the other two ladies first. Storm, um, kind of walking past him, like, purposefully hits his shoulder with her shoulder while walking in. Kind of chuckle as I see this and continue to follow Storm. Tiger follows Les in line. He has a little bit of, a little bit of saunter to his step. Um, nothing too aggressively out of place, but you can tell he's walking kind of like jackass. Like, he's kind of, kind of got, like, a little bit of sway into his shoulders while he's walking. Having not been in such a fancy establishment in uh, quite some time, as um, are we led by anybody, or are we just kind of let into the building so, and uh, led to? As ourselves? you are led into the building, it is pretty. Uh, the lights are kind of you know dimmed. It is a bar restaurant, so you know it's a uh, very blatantly empty, lacking of people. But there is obviously two group or a group of people kind of sitting in a large booth area. Um, you're easily able to spot the two bodyguards kind of standing on the outside of the booth. You recognize them as Dr. Wright's typical companions. And inside the booth, you see Dr. Wright as well as another human. Mr. Overseer, would you like please describe your character? At the table, you see a uh, generally pretty unremarkable human male sitting there. Dressed, pre- dressed quite plainly. Regular shirt, overcoat, and jeans. No distinguishable features. Except for, you know, small cuts, scratches, and scars peppered throughout the face and arms that you can see. 5'10-ish, you could probably guess. Well, sitting down. Average build. Slim. Uh, dark brown hair kept in 
neat condition, side parted, but short and out of the way. Gray eyes, and on the younger side, early 20s, with no noticeable no noticeable uh, belongings on him. So you see this other man sitting there, and um, Overseer, as you kind of look at these new guests that have been welcomed in, uh, why don't you three describe your characters, starting with Tiger. Standing in the back of the group, you notice a tall but slender elf male with pale skin. He's standing at about six foot one. The man in the back has slicked back uh, black hair that is brought into a top knot with shaved sides and back. He is on the skinnier side with a uh, sharper but slick com- or slim complexion. Uh, he has green emerald is the best way I could describe it. Eyes. And he looks like he's about early 30s. He is wearing a unkempt suit, uh, un- unbuttoned with a white dress shirt underneath or a white button-up shirt underneath all of which kind of looking dirty. He's not currently wearing his armor, which is usually a chameleon suit, and he's not carrying any of his weapons, which normally at this point would be a Red and Raku samurai sword. So standing in front of Tiger and behind the big green orc in front of her is Cerberus. Um, she's got light blue skin, um, kind of, you can kind of tell there is light small hairs covering over her body. And then her hair has, which was originally a dark blue, has kind of turned into an aqua green from being dyed yellow. Um, half of it is shaven off with a little bit of fuzz growing in over it. Um, what was originally a skinny little 90-pound 4'9 girl is now a 4'9, 100-pound girl. Um, she definitely has the complexion of a child, but I think because of her race, some people get confused on what exactly she is. Um, she's wearing the same chameleon suit and cloak as always because she doesn't really own much outerwear and she doesn't trust people, so she always wears armor. Um, she's also wearing her sniper because she refuses to leave it anywhere unless absolutely necessary. Standing closest to the table is Storm. Storm is a Six-foot-tall orc woman with olive-green skin, a little sun-kissed. She has brown eyes with very smudged eyeliner, very unkempt, with two medium tusks sticking out the bottom row of her teeth. She has dark brown hair cut about medium length and is wearing lots of browns and tans uh, with an armored jacket over it all with lots of pockets on both her pants, her jacket, carrying a lot of tiny things. And as you all continue walking forward, uh, you see Dr. Wright suggest taking seats at the booth. So before Overseer takes a look at the group, looks them over, and looks at Cerberus, God damn, do you know how to make an impression? <laughs> I'm not quite sure what you mean by that. You come into a bar with who I presume is your boss, armed with that? Well, my boss knows I'm not going to shoot him. So, (laughs) I think the only one that you should be worried about here is yourself, to be honest. I think I can handle myself just fine. Storm is going to kind of pat Cerberus on the shoulder and then step forward and go to take a seat. I'll fall. 
door and take my seat. Tiger sits down very last, and you notice he's looking around, and the silverware, how shiny is the silverware? Roll me a, roll me a perception test. <laughs> I rolled eight dice, and I got three hits. There's no silverware out, because it's they're not open at this point in time. So there's, there's no silverware really around. There's tables and, like, booths, and, like, maybe maybe some of the booths have, like, those, like, holders that hold, like, ketchup and, you know, ingredients. And, <laughs> I mean, I guess that's shiny. Damn it. I was hoping to order something expensive and put it on Dr. Wright's <laughs> bill. Fuck. Um, I was going to order the steak, if they even had that. Uh, I demand that they make some anyways. <laughs> Ferment it from the alcohol if you have to. <laughs> Damn it! This soy steak better be good. Uh, but Stork. you all take you all take your seats, and Doctor Wright pipes up. All right. Mm. Oh wait, I need to pull up the paper. Okay, subject. So Tiger is subject one uh, one thirty one. So Aaliyah is 133, and Autumn is 132. Okay. <sighs> Welcome, Group H. This is Subject 114, also known as o- Over... Mm, fuck. Welcome, Group H. This is Subject 114, also known as Overseer. He points his hand out to Tiger. This is Subject 131, also known as Tiger. He moves his hand over to Cerberus. 132, Cerberus, and then lastly, he moves his hand over to Storm, and 133, Storm. Group H, this is your new teammate. He is being put into your group as his previous group has been disassembled. As Dr. Wright says, disassembled, you see Overseer kind of twitch and look away, but try and regain his composure and focus on the group again. Tiger kind of cocks his head, ah, ah, trauma. Yeah, there's a lot of that here. Don't worry. We'll work with you. Tiger, shut up. (laughs) Yeah, shut up. You are to treat him as any... You would treat yourselves, obviously. He is no different from the rest of you. Uh, Well, that's that's really it. How are things going? I haven't really been able to catch up with the whole team. How are things since the last time we all talked? Storm is going to immediately start clearing her throat, like, <clears throat> and just look away at anything but Dr. Wright. Yeah, Tiger kind of sits up straight and looks over Cerberus at Storm. She's like, yeah, 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 it's, uh, y- y- you want to tell? Y- you want to tell him how things are going? Because I think things are going wonderfully. They're, they're going great. Storm says in the most non-confident voice you've ever heard her speak from. (laughs) Cerberus kind of just puts her face in her hands like, we didn't have to uh, bring this up, guys. I see. So things are about going the same rate as usual for your group. (laughs) Yeah. I wouldn't say that. I would say they're going significantly worse than usual. (laughs) Shut up. <laughs> to be fair, the status quo was started with us getting, you know, shot a lot. I simply laid down and took it like a man, but y'all I hear got that shot. comes with the job. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Well, keep me updated, I suppose. 
Uh, hopefully, we do have a small mission going out performed by a different group of Shadowrunners to try to stop any connections that will hopefully lead us to something, some potential lead involving the egg. Um, not to mention, Overseer has been informed of the entire situation. He knows everything as you as well. And in case I forgot to mention it, he is also a Draco Knight experimentation. So, you are all in the same boat here. You have all been assigned to the same job. You all have the same knowledge as each other. Any questions? No, sir. Not to you. No. Wonderful. Well, have a good evening. Gets up from the booth. He and his bodyguards walk out. As he's walking away, Tiger kind of thinks to himself, evening, it's six in the morning, isn't it? Wouldn't it be good morning? Whatever. Anyways, Overseer. <clears throat> um, how, how, are you, how are things? How is... How, uh, let, let's break the ice here before we uh, initiate you into our next job and give you the briefing. Um, is there anything you'd like to know about us? Or Tiger looks over to the other two. Anything that you'd like to know about him? What would you say is all of your general role in combat? So that I, I may best, I may best adjust myself to suit to your group. Oh, Tiger, would you like to go first? Oh, wow. I'm the best one. No, that's a lie. Um, Put simply, I'm a uh, I'm a blade slinger, if that's a good word for it. Uh, I stab people a lot. Uh, I prefer to take things quietly, but um, that doesn't tend to happen very often around here. Tiger kind of twiddles his thumbs and kind of looks over to the other two. How about yeah? You know what? You know what? Servers. How about you? How about you? Um. Well. I'm good with computers, and I tend to run in the back line and take people out from afar while you guys do the busy work on the ground up front. So, if you couldn't tell by this massive sniper I have on my back, I am a back line player. <laughs> it's not just an ornament. No, it is not an ornament. It does work. Fully functioning. I would know. My intestines would know. Very much so. That was not mine, but yes. His intestines would known, as would the guy's head I blew out next to you. But your intestines were not part of my massacre. Thank you. The lady doth protest too much. Anyways, Storm. Um, I'm, uh, I guess the combat mage? So I nothing. cast spells and I hurt people. So nothing Sometimes. too generalized, just Sort of focusing on general medical combat. Yeah. Okay. You see Overseer sort of taking this information, slowly mouthing, like, quietly mouthing to himself as he's figuring out formations and and, and tactics he can run with this group. I lean over to Tiger and, you know, I see him mouthing words to himself and I'm like, do you think he's crazy? <laughs> like, kind of a whisper. <laughs> No, no. The crazy people that I meet are a lot louder than him. I think he's like... I think he might have like... No, not schizophrenia. I don't know. I think he's just weird. 
Overseer, you hear all of this. The booth is not that yeah. big. It Tiger is dead silent in this restaurant. <clears throat> so, would you like to know about my specialty, or would you like to continue making assumptions at my at my character? I would just like to say I said nothing. Yeah, all of them <laughs> entirely me. Anyways, yes, please tell tell us about yourself. What do you 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 seem like a uh, intellectual kind of guy? Intellectual would imply that I actually have a knowledge to I actually have useful knowledge to apply. But generally it's either it's either sort of leading the group and in initiating certain formations or other or other advantageous positions or area control magic and other area manipulation. Strategist. Well, we could definitely use one of those. <laughs> Tiger looks over to the other two, gives you a glare, both of you. Overseer glares so at all of you. hating both back at you, Tiger. Just <laughs> daggers. Hey, but you know what? This might actually come in handy with our upcoming mission that might involve some terrain control. Yeah, actually, your skills would be very useful in our uh, a mission that we have coming up in, what, two days, I think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Tiger I would like, oh, continue. I would like to think that's why Dr. Wright had chosen me for this assignment. He had assumed I would be a good fit for the group, and I would hope that, specifically looking at Cerberus, that all of you could learn that all of you could learn to work with me as well as I learn as well as I learn to work with you. I like the attitude. So, first things first, contact information. As uh, Tiger sends his contact information to you under the alias Tiger, obviously not using his real name. Do you accept? Yeah, I'll, I'll accept. No Wonderful. reason why not to have it. Uh, Tiger starts uh, sends you a. Um, pinpoint on a map the uh, location where Karma specified that we'll be attacking the convoy as he says. So we have a job. There's a person of interest that we have to extract from a convoy of, we believe, three armored vehicles. Alive, I'm presuming? Yes, we have to get him alive. Our job is only to be uh, extracting the individual and dealing with anyone in the surrounding area. So, yeah. Mainly the security detail. As the map comes up uh, in Overseer's view, that is all. That is his main focus. He is looking at the map and analyzing it, giving all of you half attention at most. Okay. Question out of character. Do you have access to AR? Yes. Okay, cool. Because uh, I think only half of us do. Well... Built into their head, at least. <laughs> I did. You all well, have AR. We all have AR. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, th- I thought one of us was missing AR still. No, Aaliyah has contacts. Both Aaliyah, and, uh, both Storm and Overseer have uh, contacts, and Cerberus is a technomancer. Then you have a token. <laughs> gotcha. I have a chip in my hand. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, the chummers. Uh, Editor Devin stepping in here. Um, so, unfortunately, our recording did a slight hiccup, and our backup recording, um, I decided to apparently build an entire building behind me, so it was uh, very loud and a lot of ruckus going on in the background that I can't really edit out. Um, so, basically, for the next couple of minutes, uh, Group H, 
Phil's an overseer on the plan, and they come up with a few strategies involving uh, terrain adaptation with like darkness and stuff like that. Um, but unfortunately, that all has to get cut out because, um, y- yeah, there's a lot of background noise that just doesn't sound great, and um, I can't really do anything to edit that. So we're just going to kind of pick up. We're just skipping a bit here. Um, that's pretty much all that is missed, though. Um, but yes, continue to enjoy. Yeah, Storm is just going to start fiddling with some of the pockets on her her vest, her coat, her pants. Finally, on like one of her pant pockets, like cargo pants, open a little Velcro strap, <laughs> pull it out, <laughs> toss it over. Yeah, there, there you go. Looking very confused as just seems horribly inefficient. Yeah, no, I'm not known for my efficiency. We could work on that, and I'll just take the reagents. Very confused, but still taking them. I get it done. Not well, but I get it done. Tagger waits a moment. So, if we can see through the darkness, who's to say that they can't either? Is there anything that we can do about that? Uh, I have a couple, like, single target spells that could kind of handle that, but I'd have to do it one at a time. If they have any cyber gear that's granting them vision, like, cyber eyes, I can take those out. (laughs) Could I glue their eyeballs? (laughs) Theoretically, you could glue their eyelids shut, yes. No, 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 no. (laughs) seem very adamant about this glue. (laughs) Glue! Could you teach me in the ways of the glue? <laughs> I mean, there is one probably not a very good strategy, but one I've been workshopping for a while now. But The experimental kind of strategies do. are the best strategies. Let's hear it. Kind of hard to do by myself. So the basic gist is we need I would have to have some manipulatable some terrain I could manipulate properly and then someone ready with explosives so my idea is I would have I would have a sheet of ice ready ready to change I would be able to shape it into a dome steal it off as someone throws in a grenade or two or some or some other explosive so the enemies are in the dome and we pop it in there and then we seal them in? Precisely. I like it. That could work. As long as the main guy's not in there, yeah. Which hopefully Cerberus could correctly deduce and we could successfully exclude him from this zone. Like I said, um, I can't make any guarantees that I will be able to properly deduce this with the limited information we have. Definitely, and we can always use the explosions. So it's something to some keep in mind. Day. But but I wouldn't get your hopes up that they're going to work today. I'll keep thinking about it. I can still secure some explosives. I think I, I, I think the guy that I know will probably have them, so I'm going to do that. And um, do we still are we still thinking road spikes and um, crossfire? I yeah. think that's still we, our best course of action. 
Yeah. Do we want to do That's like plan A. Darkness or thermal smokes? Darkness def- seems like it better it better suit everyone's capability here. Yeah. Thermal smoke is cool, have... but that also puts us at a hindrance. Right. Thermal smoke would definitely be best at hurting them where we want them. If we could somehow create a choke point for them to go into. Mm-hmm. As if they're in the center of it, it'd be easier for us to control them coming out. However, if it's just regular darkness, while we have the cover of the trees, we would have an advantage on picking them off. Mm. So yeah. I think the road spikes, possible possible ice sheet, and mm-hmm. crossfire is still our best course of action, maybe with some added darkness. Yeah. Yeah, added darkness. Karma and Cerberus provide Overwatch from whatever vantage point they're able to find. That sounds like a plan to me. Yeah. I think we're all in agreement. Cerberus, you got anything to say? No, that sounds like a pretty good plan. Just be prepared if I can't get him pinned down because of the lack of information. We'll have to switch up the plan on the explosive. Mm-hmm. To which that if you decide like to a- go with that, the ice will be there. Yeah. Might take me a moment to get it in position, but be an option. I like our odds. Yeah, um, I think this is going to go pretty well. I would suggest everybody. Yeah, I would suggest everybody <laughs> bring uh, maybe an extra gun or two in case we uh, in case things go poorly. In case. And you see uh, Overseer kind of look down more and back at the map. Tiger notices this and kind of stares at Overseer for a moment. Doesn't say anything this time around. So yeah, as Tiger claps his hands together, um, I think it's time that we uh, team break and um, we go start getting some information and wrapping up some supplies. Hoorah. Woo! As Tiger kind of starts backing away slowly, doing finger guns towards the front door. Storm, Storm is going to kind of stand up and be like, hey, 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 can you drop me off at my house? I'm going to go get supplies now. Do you want to join me with that first, or do you just want to go straight to your house? Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I can tag along. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. Actually, wait, we got to try servers around, too. Oh, uh, Overseer, I didn't give you my comm link oh. info yet. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You kind of snap him out of the trance he's in, looking at the map. Like, oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, yes, go ahead. Oh, can and, I get yours, too? Yes, servers, of course. After the exchanging of comlink of comlink information, Storm is gonna kind of like tap Overseer on the back and be like, "Welcome to the hellhole." I hate it here. It's lovely. And I'm just gonna slowly start walking away. All right. So, I guess Cerberus, that leaves you and I to attempt to find out information that if we can. If not, we can continue going over the plan. Any plan of attack that we have? Yeah. And um, I'll let you know if I find anything, but like I said, that wouldn't be too helpful. Okay. Hey, uh, service. 
Are you just taking the bus home? No, I was going to ask for a ride. But I think we're already out the door. Oh, yeah. They're walking flight. out the door right now. Are, so. are there windows out in the front of the uh, building? Oh, I assumed I was no. going to probably leave with them. I guess I'll run after him and be like, hey, Tiger, could you take me back home <laughs> so I can get started on, you know, trying to find this dude? She's left him. At this point, uh, Tiger is, like, about to shut the door of the van. And uh, as you call him out, and he has to, like, open it, and he kind of leans his head out again. What? Hey, Tiger, can you give me a ride? I need to start working on the cyber stuff. Right, 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 right. I'm the only driver here. Hey, he, um, I'm tired of snapping his fingers trying to think of the think of his name again. Um, uh, Overseer. Overseer, yeah. yeah. Can you go ask him if he has a reliable means of transportation? Because this milk van can fit four. Don't call it that, dude. As Storm kind of, like, gags. Tiger gives a slight chuckle. <laughs> As the smile kind of drains from his face, and he leans back into the into the van, slams the door shut, turns on the car, and rolls down the windows. Is there still milk residue in the back of the van? It still smells like milk. It is... That's yeah. There's, there's no milk <laughs> still. There's no, like, milk sloshing around. It might be a little, little, little uh, a little bit of residue. Flaky. Yeah, a little flaky, a little, little, maybe a little sticky. It still smells like milk, <laughs> but... But service comes back into the bar, then. Overseer, you're still sitting there. She offers you a ride. Do you accept? Oh, shit. Uh, sorry, I, I will need a ride. I, I live in the area, though. I, I won't be too far. Well, let me show you to our milk van. I'm sorry? <laughs> Just come with me. As I'm approaching the milk van, I start putting my hands in my pockets to grab my earbuds. As as, ride. as uh Tiger sees um as Tiger sees the two of them exit the uh restaurant, Tiger looks over at Storm, who I assume is sitting in the passenger seat and says, like, yup. He, the, the the new person gets the uh, passenger seat. Get out. Yeah, you get in the back. In the back. Tight. Wait, I never got the front seat. Because you're the young one. You don't get the you don't get the front seat because you weren't the new one and you weren't the you were the youngest. I've also driven. Before. Tiger, Tiger, yes. I was here first. Yeah, but he's the guest of honor. You gotta give him a good impression in our milk van. Tiger, you can't I'm pretty sure the milk van is a bad impression. <laughs> I don't think there's possibly any positive impression I could get when you word it as milk van. Not all milk is enriched. Anyways, so are you sitting in the Storm front or not? Storm is gonna begrudgingly head to the back. As she gets out, <laughs> Tiger makes her leave the door open, and he reaches his hand over on the rich leather seats and just slightly taps the seat while looking at you, Overseer. It's still warm. I hate <sighs> you so much, Tiger. Hey, you could always sit in the back with the cool kids. I begrudgingly get into the front seat while putting in earbuds. <laughs> Starbuck's gonna lean over to Cerberus and kind of like nudge her. You think I'm cool? <laughs> I, I lean over to Storm and I say, "I think you're the coolest one here." 
<laughs> oh hell yeah! Sound filter's not that strong. <laughs> Tiger cannot like Tiger's like trying to talk to Overseer, but like it is just gibberish at this point. With, the, with all these, he's jumping from topic to topic, and Overseer, you cannot hear him. And the other two, you're talking, so you can't understand what Tiger's saying as well. He does not hear you over the sound of his own voice. As uh, Tiger starts asking for directions. Okay, so you all end up heading... Okay, so, Overseer, you get dropped off at home. Uh, Cerberus is then dropped off at home, correct? A few blocks from home, like always. Yeah, a few blocks from home, as always. Uh, Then we're going shopping, baby. Baby. Tiger, where are we heading to? All right, so Tiger, after dropping off uh, Cerberus... Yeah, after dropping off Cerberus, looks over at Storm, and... um, Pulls up in AR a little shopping list, which I have to pull. Uh, I have to pull up here. He is going to look over at look over at Storm and just be like, "All right." So I know this guy. As um, he pops it into gear and starts driving towards Pablo's, good friend of mine, arms dealer, might have what we're looking for. He's my go-to guy, you know. Good friend, good friend. But first, actually, Tiger makes a small detour as he starts heading to the nearest alcohol shop to buy a nice crisp bottle of vodka as a gift. Um, how much you spend? What constitutes cheap vodka? Like, what's the price range for cheap vodka, and what's the price range for nice vodka? 20 new yen to 1,000. Mm. At uh, this liquor store. At this liquor store. Pablo's a good friend, so we're gonna... We're gonna go right in the middle. Let's do a let's, let's do a nice five hundred. How do you have this much money? Okay, <laughs> uh, go ahead and deduct it. You get a nice. Um, it's still not quite authentic vodka. That's really hard to get. That's looking at you're looking at a couple thousand for authentic vodka these days. But it has it's been designed well enough to you can't really tell the difference, right? So Tiger starts driving towards Pablo and uh, bumps up, parks as close to the door as he can, and uh, with as he parks, kind of looks over at Storm. So, disclaimer, I don't feel like I need to disclaim this, because you know me, so I'm sure you're used to it, but uh, he's uh, eccentric, to say the least. Um... You can you can pull up your own vibe once we uh, get inside. So just uh, let me do some talking, and uh, if you have once uh, I get the introductions out of the way, if you have anything to say, feel free. As Tiger hops out of the van with a bottle of vodka in hand, Storm rubs the bridge of her nose, not excited for this encounter, and follows after Tiger. Okay, uh, so you enter Pablo's shop. It's about 7 a.m. at this point. Pablo has just opened up. Uh, he sees you walk in. Bye, go. Tiger opens the door with a bottle of vodka in hand. Uh, hands out. Pablo, my man. My friend. How's it going? I'm, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing swell. As Tiger walks to the counter and places the bottle of vodka down on the uh, counter. A little yeah. gift for you. It's been a while. Oh, oh man. I can always count on you, my friend. I oh, imagine he pops it open. Woo! Ooh, that is good stuff. All right, so 
we are doing business. What can I get you today? So me and my friend here, um, potential new client, uh, Pablo. He kind of gives you, looks over at you, Storm, gives you a little half-ass bow. Storm returns. So we have a small shopping list that uh, you're my you're my go-to guy, Pablo. So, yes, um, of course. Want to check with you very first. Uh, first of all, we need... Um, Tyre kind of looks around. The store's empty, right? Yes. Cool. Tyre kind of looks around, doesn't bother leaning his head in. Um, we need frag grenades. Something that can... Um, easy enough? Easy enough? All right. Awesome. Uh, what's, you, what's your price on those? Uh, how many do you need? Let's say three. Let's say three. Sorry. Three frag grenades? Let me check something real fast, my friend. Um, I'm checking the in-game stats real fast. Ah, uh, yes. <coughs> Although, frag grenades are not so, under weapons. They would be under there's like, explosives. There's, like, nothing in the store? What? No, there's a bunch of guns on display. Okay. It's are a gun shop, so yeah, there's guns on displays, bows, I, I thought arrow. it was empty. <laughs> no, there's some, like, hunting gear, so hunting outfits, stuff like that. Okay. Um, are these, like, glass counters, or are these, like, metal counters, may I ask? Uh, glass canners. Okay. Or, like, it has, it's kind of the, it has metal, but, like, glass windows viewing it. Yeah, and then, like, the, like, handguns and stuff inside, yes. How shiny is the glass? <laughs> Can I steal it? <laughs> you hear the call of a crow in the background. <laughs> uh, you said three of them, my friend? Yes, yes. Uh, I see. I must roll a d6 to see how many I have in my inventory. <laughs> I have two right now. I could attempt to acquire uh, one extra. Uh, how much time do I have here? Uh, we have a deadline of two days from now, so the two in stock could work. Um, what if if I were to buy both? How much are we looking at? If you bought both, uh, you're looking at three fifty. Three fifty? Okay, okay. Um, let's see. I'm just gonna go down the list, and then we can uh add the prices together. Um, along with that. Uh, other grenades. Uh, we need thermal smokes. Oh, thermal? Not normal? Thermal smokes, not normals. Okay. I mean, that's not too terribly hard to get. Yeah, of course. What would you... How many you need? Let's, again, try three to start. Yeah, two three? three. I have three. Three? All right. I get you three. We're looking at about uh, 300 there. 300? All right. Um, these next two, I'm not a hundred percent sure if you'll have, but, um, like police road spikes, anything to stop a vehicle. Do you have anything like that in store or mm, I have such things as like cow trips, but nothing really anti-vehicle, nothing anti-vehicle. that big. All right. And, uh, this one, I understand if you don't have this, um, I have a chameleon suit that was uh, funct- fully in functioning, mm. and I uh, took some uh, heavy hits on that, so... Ah, uh, chameleon suit, my friend. Uh, let me look at the stats for a chameleon suit. I do not have one on stock. Once again, I can see if I can get in contact with someone that does, but I cannot make any promises there. It might take me a couple of days to get a chameleon suit in here. I do not really deal with... A- the whole armor situation. But uh, I do have contacts, of course. Right, okay. Now, Tiger kind of puts his elbow on the counter and looks over towards Storm. 
Do you have anything that you need? Uh, my man Pablo has some great automatics. Indeed I do. Uh, I'm good with that. Uh, what do you have for uh, armor options, sir? Uh, yes, like I said, my friends, I am not uh, very uh, huge on the armor area, but uh, uh, I have a few... Uh, hunting gear might help you blend in if you're ever in the forest area. Um, I, I have a ballistic shield in the back, if that interests you at all. Uh, I think I have a helmet or two, and I think I got, like, an armored jacket somewhere. Not terribly too much. Uh, do you have any knives that are decent quality? My friend, that's that I can help you with. Knives. Uh, what kind of knife are you looking for? How uh, long? Something fixed uh, <laughs> ten. Uh, Something that can kill someone good. Yeah. Uh, so we're looking for the uh, Bowie knife fish. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I have a. I have one of those. I have a, a normal combat knife uh, in the back. If you're not looking for anything too fancy. Yeah. Uh, how much would that one be? Oh, combat knife you're looking at about, uh, it is about, uh, 400 million. Does that work for you? Just let me crunch some numbers real quick. Storm starts, like, scratching the back of her head, thinking about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead and throw that on there for me. Okay. Anything else for you two? Anything else that's you good for me. Might have to do some extra looking for the uh, chameleon suit and whatnot. Um, so just for the the four grenades, no, five grenades, because three thermal mm-hmm. smokes, right? Yes. What are we looking at? Like, 700? Uh, yes, I believe. Yeah, it was about, uh, let's just round it up to a solid 750 in total. That work for you? Yeah, yeah. Um, normally, if you were anybody else, I'd try and haggle a little bit. But Pablo, you sell good quality stuff. Good friend. I'm not always gonna my friend. You. Not gonna try and cheat you out of anything. So, yeah, we'll take those and um, we'll be on our way. Yeah, of course, and the knife as well. Duh. Uh, Tiger yeah, the, I'll pay for that one. Right, of course. And you know, run you up for the. He'll go into the back, kind of you know, walk down into his lower area, his uh, firing range that's underneath. Come back up with a, kind of a shoebox and then a knife on top of it. And it's a decent, it looks like a pretty average Bowie knife, kind of with a melee area, like a knuckle grip as well. Uh, almost like a trench knife. Um, and here you are, my friends. It was uh, good doing business with you, da? Always, always. And uh, if you ever need anything else, go ahead and give me a call. Tiger looks over towards Storm. Yeah, give him a call. Storm will not, in fact, give him a call. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger, with his uh, like grocery bag full of grenades, carefully places them in the van and uh, looks over to Storm. Do you have anything else that you need? Uh, I mean, I guess we do got to tag down someone who can sell us more armor pieces. Right. Okay. So, do you have um, a fixer of any sort that can uh, that you can talk to for this? A fixer? Yeah. I mean, we both got Felix. 
That is true. I was going to talk to Felix. Um, unless you have somebody else that you can talk to. Because if you have somebody you can talk to, uh, then if you can ask him, I'm just going to talk to Felix. I might have someone I can ask. They're kind of new to this, though, so I don't know how much stock they'd have saved up. <laughs> just going to let you know, not, not enough. So Tiger's going to... Um, He's going to get in the van, and uh, he's going to call uh, call up Felix real quick. I know it's early in the morning, so I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if he doesn't. Hey, it goes to about the third ring. Hey, Tiger, what's up, man? Hey, Hello. Felix. Uh, yeah, yeah, just doing some uh, early uh, recon for a job. Um, mm-hmm. Just, uh, I need to know. Yeah, I need up? something within uh, by tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I need a um, I need a chameleon suit by tomorrow. Okay. And oh, oh, some, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I need a chameleon suit by tomorrow, and I need some uh, some like pol- uh, police grade road spikes, something to uh, pop the tires of a vehicle. Okay. And uh, I might have something else on the agenda, but uh, we're still figuring that out really quick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you? What are you thinking? Uh, armor, I can get you. The chameleon suit, I can get you pretty quickly. Uh, I can probably get it by the end of the day. Um, that's right, I can probably get it to you by lunch. That's pretty easy to come by. Um, the police spikes, unfortunately, I got to go through, uh, I gotta go through a contact that's involved with Night Errant, so, I mean, I can get you them. Might be a bit higher price than what you think. Uh, but I can get you those. Alright, um, uh, the chameleon probably. suit... What do we think about the commune suit? Uh, are you, you just want to buy a new one? You want to get your fix? Sorry, I, I just woke up. Would it be cheaper to get mine fixed? <laughs> That's a bragging question. Like, if my gun jammed, would I just buy a new gun? Understandable. All right, how much would it, uh, how much would it get to, uh, be fixed? Okay, hey, Dreckhead, I haven't seen it. I don't know the damage. Understandable. Has a big old bullet hole in the middle. There's that. Through the front and back. Uh, Last time I checked. Yeah, I don't know. Probably, I mean, it kind of depends on how much damage it did to the integral, you know, wiring and strike like that. But you probably look at like, I don't know, maybe two hundred new yen bare minimum, maybe five hundred max. All right. Um, Storm is gonna kind of like nudge Tiger while he's on the phone and be like, "How much for a new one?" If I need to buy another one, how much? Are, how much are we thinking? Uh, I think the guy I get it from sells them at like two thousand even. But, I mean, you always have it with them. Or, right. I guess I can if you want to pay me for do that. Okay. Um, yeah. How about um, you could talk to him as well about getting a uh, auto-injector put in the uh, one that we're fixing. Okay. And we can uh, we can do some dealing there. So, um, okay. Yeah, that shouldn't be terribly too hard. I'm sure you can add that. Okay. And uh, when do you need this all by? Tomorrow? Preferably by tomorrow. Okay. If you come by, um, where are you at right now? Um, where are you up in? Tiger looks back at the uh, store, uh, Pablo's store. What's is it? Just what? What is the official title of like Pablo's gun? Pablo's, uh, Pablo's gun. Tiger looks up at the sign, brings the phone back or the comm link back. Uh, I'm at Pablo's guns right now. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm not okay. Uh, 
I will meet you at, uh, just go to, like, Aces or whatever. I'll meet you at Aces. Does that work tomorrow? Yeah, or, well, sure. no, I need to pick it up, so I need it today. All so right, if you just uh, go to Aces, just drop it off, I will pick it up. Gotcha, yeah, yeah. And then I'll, I'll make a drop-off uh, tomorrow. Okay. Then, uh, then we can talk so, uh, payments. If you could try and talk him down on the uh, new chameleon suit to okay. as long as you can do, I can pay you back in full. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Well, uh, first I need to get payment just to do this in the first place. So let's start there. How about that? Right. What do you think? Uh, um, you guys aren't really the only issue I have. Typically, I wouldn't charge you terribly too much for this, but the, with the night errand contact, that's just kind of it's a really risky business for everyone involved. How's just a thousand sound to you? Tyler's going to try and negotiate to 800. Okay, go ahead and roll your negotiation. Skill. Once I find how many dice I roll for my negotiation, because I'm on the opposite side of the list of things, negotiation is nine dice. Also, quick question. Yes. Could I wear my armor jacket over my chameleon suit? Yes, that's a stupid question. But yeah, the okay. uh, the armor doesn't stack, um, and like you wouldn't get the benefits of the chameleon suit unless you took off the jacket because you know the chameleon suit blends in, but the jacket that's over He's it floating gold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but you could easily just strip all everything off and quickly cover yourself. So Tiger, kind of, kind of hesitant. Ah. Uh... Can, can we try and bring it down to like 800 as I only got one hit out of nine dice and I do not have any edge to try and reroll this. I'm sorry, Ome. Uh, I'm stretching. Like I said, this contact, they're new. If I knew the Night Errant contact really well, I wouldn't be going this much, but it's risky, honestly. So, I mean, it's something so simple as police, fucking police road spikes or whatever the drink you want. It's, I mean, yeah, sorry, man, I can't lower it any more than that. Hard enough as it is. All right, yeah. Um, one grand sounds good, yeah. Got it. Go ahead. Chance for the fun swim. I will get you, I'll get you stuff, and then I will message you tomorrow with the price. No. Yeah, I'll message you tomorrow with the price by the end of the day. You'll pay me, I'll drop it off. You can pick up a morning. Sound good? Sounds good, yeah. Uh, would I pick up just the aces, or? Yeah, just the aces. Alright, sounds you have a good. Different position you prefer. Nah, that's fine. Got it. I will uh, get in contact with you tomorrow. Sounds good, thank you. And uh, Tiger hangs up. So, Tiger looks at Storm. Um, Go good. I I just had to put down down payment of a grand, and um, fun. We, we will have everything by tomorrow, most likely. So uh, he says that we drop thing. Or I drop my fixed uh, chameleon suit off tomorrow and or tonight, and we can have it all done by tomorrow. Um, payment will we will have to talk about that later. Um, yeah. We we can figure out payment later. We can just figure all that. Yeah, I don't want to deal with that right now. So yeah, yeah. do you want me Do you to split that a thousand with you since part of this is for me? Nah, nah, nah. We'll we'll, sure? we'll figure that all. We'll we'll add that all up later once we get the grand total. So it's all just under one big thing as opposed to later. Um. All right. Do you have anything else that you need? Because I'm pretty much good. That was all for me. Yeah. Sounds good. So, uh, you want me to drop you off somewhere, or 
You want to go get like a burger or something? I don't know. Get uh, soy eggs or something? I don't know. I'm sure there's a breakfast place somewhere around here. Yeah. <laughs> eggs aren't really my thing. Understandable. Understandable. All right. So where am I dropping you off? As Tiger hops back in the van. You know what? No. Do this one last time. You know what? They all get their own bits and pieces. I want to do it last time. Hey, Chummers, it's Karma back again. I know you haven't heard my beautiful voice in a while, besides the intros, but you know that's breaking the fourth wall here. Um, I just decided to put in my own voice here uh, because frag the other ones. Um, and I'm gonna do my own outro. You know, what? maybe maybe I convince Devin to have me go every single time or something, or like I can just rudely interrupt the other. Hey, sorry, sorry, we're getting. I'm very upset about this. I gotta pay decrease because of this it was bullshit anyway sorry sorry absolute dread just letting you know okay anyways we're getting to the point now because this is supposed to be an outro and it has to be relatively short but i'm making it more anyway sorry 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 just my ipad here okay hey we have a twitter did you know that you probably did twitter at drexstorm or just search up an absolute drexstorm uh podcast i think i don't remember this podcast name i don't know twitter doesn't even exist in my world it's blue anyways sorry um, we make announcements, not me. Well, actually me. It's confusing. Uh, I make announcements there, um, announcing episodes and just kind of updates and also a lot of shit posting. Uh, I guess it'd be direct posting. That's not relevant. Whatever. Um, but you know, it's fun. You know, you post memes and stuff, even though I've actually never posted memes, but that's not relevant. Um, so it's fun. It's fun. And if you wanted to interact with us on a more personal level, in that Twitter bio is a Discord link. Go ahead and click that, baby. It'll send you over to the Absolute Drexstorm Discord, where you can talk with us, and we talk on, like, mostly a daily basis, and just kind of get to know the community. You know? You know? You know. If you know, you know. You don't know? Well, fuck you. Anyways, sorry. Um, also, 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 so you know how I mentioned the pay decrease? If you wanted to help me out with that, we do have a Patreon. It's pretty neat stuff over there, starting at $2 a month? That's a whole two buckaroon. Very cheap. Very cheap. Most other places, they're like five dollars. No, we're starting at two. You get almost everything. That's a lie. Complete lie. You don't get a. You get. You get stuff, but you don't get everything. But two dollars. Two two dollars a month, right? Okay. You get access to like bonus content, bonus campaigns, soon to come probably. Uh, you know, uh, inter. No, not interviews. Those are going to be public. Ignore that one. Uh, you get shit. You get a lot of drag for it, you know? Um, and and the money goes directly back into supporting the podcast and also into my alcoholism. But that's not, you know, I mean, <laughs> you know, you, you get it. You get it. Um, but hey, you know what? Just go over to the Twitter. Give us a follow. Join the Discord so we can, you know pretend like it's a really big one and then people will be like oh there's a lot of members in this community and then they'll join and then they'll notice like everything's a ghost town because no one actually interacts with anything but you know just make about 10 different discords and just uh, all right sorry this is stretching a little bit although also do the same thing with twitter because if we get those twitter numbers up maybe i can finally get a fucking sponsorship in this shithole all right sorry i'm gonna head out uh it was nice chummers uh i got i got nothing else to say i'm gonna go I don't know, probably get wasted or something. I don't know. Frag off. Bye. The Tops Company, Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sound, audio, video, and any proprietary material used in connection to the game Shadowrun. Tops Company, Inc. has granted permission to an absolute direct storm podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, artwork, marks, 
and any proprietary material for promotional and informational purposes on its website. But it does not endorse and does not affiliate with an Absolute Dragstorm podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. Thank you for listening and have a good night, Chummers.